Welcome to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast with me, Kat Crawford. A podcast that uses tarot to delve a little deeper into self-exploration, enhance your journaling and aid with spiritual development. Welcome back, my loves. We are now well into January and hopefully we're starting to feel a bit more in the swing of things, or at least we're getting there very slowly. I know I still feel a bit, what the hell is going on? Also, as soon as I hit record, the police siren started. (laughs) So that's great. So it's usually around this time when January feels like it will just never end, but Christmas also feels like it was a thousand years ago. So the energy starts to flag a little bit. But good news though, on the 1st of February, we have Imbok, which marks the halfway point between winter and spring. So we are slowly inching towards those brighter, warmer days. I say this as the hurricane winds and rain are bashing against my window right now, but I promise you it is coming. So to help you get through this post New Year slump, I thought we would chat a bit about finding balance and refining balance using the two of pentacles. So just one card this week, really um, keeping it simple, keeping it nice and easy. So we always feel feel a bit more kind of wobbly in January because we're starting to emerge out of this winter cocoon state, but we're also faced with the prospect of a brand new cycle and this clean slate. And often we have no idea what to do with it, or we think we do, and then we start kind of on that path, and then we're like, eh. So hopefully today's episode will help ground you and give you a more sure footing Um, on which to make the most of the remainder of January and then go into February feeling a bit more in control and clear. So just a few housekeeping things before we get going. First up, my new little website will be going live. (laughs) I, I say this, I am determined. It will be going live on the 17th. So go and check that out. I've been working hard on mainly making things a bit more user-friendly and clear about what services I can offer. So as soon as you get on the site, you can be like, aha, she does this. Here is where I go to find out information about that thing. Um, Because I've had my website now for about three years and it has, over the time, become very muddled and confusing. So I've been working hard on that. Plus, if you check out the New Look website, you'll see a preview of some of the self-led courses that will be coming this year which is very exciting and I'm working very hard on that as well. Slightly stressful, but all all fine. Um, And there will also be some major changes to the Tarot for Beginners course, which I'm very excited to announce, but that's going to be a little while yet because I want to get everything perfect. Um, So stay tuned for those updates, but everything should be revealed by the end of Feb, but bear with me. I am a one-man band who desperately needs this Two of Pentacles balance in my life. But right now that's out the way. So let's just get stuck in to this week's episode. Let's grab that two of pentacles by its pentacles and let's just find some grounding in this 2023. So 
So we are back to just one card. Let's keep it simple. Keep it nice and easy, easy breezy for mid-jan. And it is the Two of Pentacles. So the Two of Pentacles is the duality of the material world. So it deals with how we balance all the things we have to do. So all the plates we have to keep spinning in order to keep things ticking over as normal. So the thing I like most about the Two of Pentacles is that it's not about perfection. So it's not about creating a perfectly equal balance. It's about discovering what is needed and making micro adjustments to keep everything on track. So if you've got the Rider Waite deck or kind of any tarot deck that is based on the Rider Waite, the imagery on the, the Rider Waite in spe specifically is perfect. It's a perfect example of this kind of having to make these micro adjustments. And it always reminds me of a person doing like a tightrope walk. So if you ever watch them doing it, they have to make those small adjustments to try and keep themselves balanced and steady so they can carry on moving forward. They don't just like leg it across the tightrope because they just fall off. So they're really kind of um, doing those small changes and small shifts to keep them balanced. So the Two of Pentacles reminds us that life is very messy <laughs> not everything will run smoothly but we have the ability to keep things balanced as long as we stay open and flexible to making those adjustments in order to keep moving in the right direction in order to keep moving forward so slow and steady that's what the two of pentacles is about so really taking your time and allowing yourself the space to just figure things out to make changes to experiment and see what works what doesn't to learn from your failures and have them inform your future successes so I'm not sure if I've mentioned this previously on the podcast but I know I've just created um, a free masterclass on using tarot for goal setting which will be on the new website it will be pride of place um, but I talk about it in there about how for about the, how the four tarot suits represent certain um, paces in time. I think that's the best way to explain it. So the pentacles, because they are earth energy, are very grounded and rooted. So they symbolize a much slower pace than, say, like the wands, because the wands are that fiery energy, so it burns very quickly. So it's very fast, almost instant fiery energy. So when any pentacles card comes up, it's like one of those speed limit signs that tell you to slow down and then gives you like a sad face. Or if you get it spot on, you get that smiley face and it is like the best thing ever. If you're not in the UK and you don't know what that reference is, well, it won't apply to you. But all my British listeners will know exactly what I'm on about. So when it comes to a new year, the appearance of the Two of Pentacles reminds us that we aren't expected to come sprinting straight out the gate. We need to ease ourselves back into things very gently. And a lot of the time, the rest we've taken over Christmas gives us a fresh pair of eyes to review things like our responsibilities and help us better prioritise things. So we'll be able to see things that were previously draining our energies or taking up too much time, and we'll be able to see what it is that we want to accomplish and the things that are currently standing in our way. 
So the two of pentacles is essentially the perfect card for a new year and it can help make some seriously impactful changes as you move forwards. So the first place to start when working with the two of pentacles is to review where the imbalances are in your life. So I've previously shared a wheel of life exercise um, on one of my episodes of the podcast and you can find the link in my freebies um, highlight on my Instagram. But doing that wheel of life exercise can help you to see where you're spending too much energy and where you are not spending enough energy. So you might not even need to do an exercise. You may know straight away that areas of your life are lacking attention, but it's always worth taking like 10 to 20 minutes out of your day to really review everything in detail and just do that kind of life check-in. So remember that the conscious mind will only allow you to see what you want to see. So doing something like a wheel of life exercise can show you imbalances you've been blind to or you've been avoiding. So essentially, if one of your goals is to like make loads of money, your conscious mind will tell you that spending all of your time and energy on doing work and working and working on your career is the right thing to do. But really, if you did like the wheel of life exercise, you'd be like, oh, well, I'm spending way too much time on my career and my health is lacking. And so you can then make those micro adjustments that we were talking about to try and bring everything into a much more balanced um, cycle, a much more balanced way of being. It's only when you know where your current imbalances lie that you can really start to work on straightening everything out. So you'll be able to see what needs work, what needs less of your time, what needs more of your time, and you'll be able to prioritize things a lot better and even switch some priorities around if you found the previous life structure you had didn't really work or it didn't work how you would have liked it. So a big part of the two of pentacles work is just getting organized, taking control of, you know, your own shit, being proactive with routines and habits, really getting on top of everything. And this can be tricky to do when you're always on the go, which is another reason making time to do this work is so important. You don't want to rush this organization and prior to, this is really hard word, prioritization process, because that's not going to benefit you further down the line. So this is not something you can cut corners on. You need to commit to creating a new balance and be able to see the benefits that it will bring to your life. So for example, one of my imbalances over the last few months is that I've gone from, well, I say months actually since the pandemic, I've gone from being fairly active to completely sedentary. Like I went from working in offices and having to commute to working from home full time. Before I wasn't too bothered because I don't really care about like my weight and (laughs) how I look anymore. Um, I've kind of shared that idea as soon as I hit 30. I was like, I don't have time to be striving to look a certain way. So as long as I feel good, then I'm fine. But my body is in its 30s. And as soon as I turned 30, it did fall to pieces. So now things are starting to creep up on me. So I need to exercise and make movement a 
huge part of my routine so I can keep everything ticking over and doing everything that I need to do in life and in work, but also to just be able to enjoy my day to day. How I long to wake up once again and not have lower back pain. So I know that an imbalance I need to work on this month is getting my body moving again. So I have booked like multiple yoga sessions and started to get back into yoga, which is proving successful. So it is working. But you also need to understand kind of that all areas of your life can't run at 100% and shouldn't run at 100%. So balance isn't necessarily about making sure every area of your life is perfect. It's about understanding when to give and take. So when to give more energy to one area than another one. So some of those plates that you're spinning can be put down for a little while while you focus on other plates that should take higher priority. So you can always pick things back up later. So with that in mind, when we talk about balance in life, we are largely talking about energetic balance. We're making sure that you are distributing your energy into the right areas at the right times. So if you do that wheel of life exercise, you'll notice um, that it takes the shape of a pie chart. So you'll be able to see which parts of your life need a boost and which ones need to be toned down. So it might be a case of you spend loads of energy and loads of time, maybe you're the opposite of me, maybe you spend loads of energy and loads of time on your health, on your physical health, but you're so obsessed with it that other areas like socialising or work or um, creativity, whatever whatever it is, those things are taking a hit. So the idea is that you don't make sure that every area of your life is running at the same amount. It's about recognizing that something else needs to also take priority. Something else needs to take some of that energy from that area so that you can feel better and feel more in control, that your life can run more smoothly. And it might be a case of you make those tiny adjustments and then you do another kind of check-in in about three months' time and things have shifted again. So now maybe you've gone completely in the other direction and now you spend way too much time on a different area and you don't spend enough time on your health anymore. And then you make those micro adjustments to kind of bring everything back in. So like that tightrope walker, we're really making those small little adjustments to just keep you moving forward effectively, keeping you balanced and really just focused on what's ahead of you. Hello, my loves. I'm quickly butting into this episode just to quickly tell you about the Soul Tarot coaching sessions. So if you feel like there's something blocking you from reaching your goals or stopping you from feeling completely aligned with life and your authentic self, then Soul Tarot coaching could be for you. My Soul Tarot coaching sessions are a two-part coaching service that consists of a tarot discovery session and a follow-up soul strategy session with a week of rest and recuperation in the middle. Using the tarot, we start to uncover the thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and habits that are currently stopping you from being who you want to be or living a life you love. Our soul strategy session then takes all those discoveries and helps you create a plan of action to overcome 
work through or accept what is needed to move you forwards towards your goals. If this resonates with you, then why not get in touch to book your discovery call? We can chat about what you're struggling with right now and I can tell you whether a soul tarot coaching session is the right course of action for you. So simply head to the link in the show notes to book your call or session and we can get started. Now let's get back to this week's self-care tarot episode. So something many of us do when the new year rolls around is jump on the whole new year, new me train. And it's great that you've entered this new cycle and you want to improve and grow and that's awesome. But this shouldn't be at the expense of everything you have achieved so far and everything you, you know, already are as a person. So we're really thinking about the new year as a continuation, not a completely new life. So there are lots of healthy and positive ways to approach the new year, new me, but trying to completely change your life, completely overhaul your entire existence, who you are, all in the space of a few days, is probably not the best way to go, (laughs) maybe. So as you enter this new year, think of it as a continuation rather than a completely new existence on the planet. So you can still change things for the better by making small shifts rather than completely changing everything. So one of the biggest reasons that people fail at their New Year's resolutions is because they make these goals that have no grounding in their real life. So if you say you'll go to the gym every single day in January, but in the whole of the previous year you only managed to go like three or four times, like in the whole year, your success rate for going every single day is probably not going to be that high because that goal isn't really rooted in your reality. So when you plan to create more balance and make those changes, they need to be rooted in something. They need to have a foundation on which to stand. So think about the habits and routines and practices you already have that you've already built. Think about how you could expand on them or pivot them so that they offer you something new. So if you do want to start completely fresh at something, you want to be a complete beginner in something, take a step into it rather than trying to throw your entire body weight into it. So if you are like me and you like have a new hobby and you buy all the things for the new hobby before you've even tried the hobby, (laughs) then this is my sign to a fellow hobby obsessive person. Let's just, let's make 2023 the year that we just chill out a little bit. So this, use this new year to start building the foundations essentially for what you want to build and develop this year. So January, February times to really focus on those foundations. So if one of your goals is to learn tarot, start to look at a tarot for beginners course. I have one that you need to keep up to date with. It is coming very, very soon. So if you want to go to the gym three or four times a week, start with just one session a week in January and then build it up month by month. So you may go, you may say to yourself, you know, I'm going to go every Wednesday after work, I'm going to go to the gym. And for the whole of January, every Wednesday you go to the gym. Then in February, you're like, okay, now I'm going to go every Monday and Wednesday. And then in March, you go, okay, now I'm going to go every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. And all of a sudden you are now at three times a week. 
and it didn't feel like too much. It didn't feel like you were trying to run before you can walk. It was a very gradual way to get to that goal. So essentially don't put so much pressure on yourself to start completely fresh when you're still trying to come out of that new year post-Christmas fog. Some people come out of the new year and they're like, yeah, new year, I'm going to set all my goals and it's going to be amazing. And they have this sudden burst of energy, but more often than not, it's not sustainable. And so they end up like running out of steam <laughs> like mid-January and then that's when January starts to feel really, really long. So really preserving that energy and being able to um, divvy it out across the month rather than just unleashing it in one giant burst. And I used to be one of those people that set resolutions every single year and they weren't like little resolutions <laughs> either. They were like full on let's become another person entirely kind of resolutions. So the last few years, I think, and I think COVID definitely had a big part to play in this kind of mindset shift. I started to set much smaller goals. So take much smaller steps into a new year and generally just put less pressure on myself to be a completely new version of me. And I think a lot of it as well would probably be down to um, studying paganism and studying um, Wicca and witchcraft and that kind of very nature-based cyclical um, way of living because you start to look at the seasons a lot more and start to see more synchronicities between humans and the natural world and so I started to look more at winter and what winter meant and maybe why people were so sluggish and so like their energies were so low during winter and you start to see these relationships between us and how the world works and how seasons work and you kind of go oh okay if I follow in that image am I going to feel better is this going to feel more natural and for me personally yes it does my energy mirrors um the seasons very very much so I try and live in that mirror so that I can feel my best so not only have I achieved more than I have ever achieved before by setting these like little mini goals rather than my mega resolutions but I feel a lot calmer I enjoy January's a lot more they don't feel as um hard <laughs> They don't feel as long as they used to. Or maybe that's just because I'm getting older and time is speeding up exponentially. I don't know. But I definitely have a better relationship with New Year than I used to when I was setting those kind of mega resolutions. So once you've identified those imbalances you've already had and you've tempered your excited mega resolution setting tendencies then it's time to actively find ways to create more balance. So I've mentioned already getting organised and prioritising things, but you need to have it all set in stone so you can go back to whatever it is time and time again. So I love a list on my phone, one of those ones with like the radio buttons that you can tick off as you go. But if you're trying to make longer term changes, you may want to look into a task management system or creating a system for yourself where you can kind of track those actionable tasks you need to do in order to reach your goals. So this task management system doesn't need to be electronic, 
You can use a yearly diary with days per page to note everything down. I have to do that every day. And usually I spend time at the beginning of each week putting in all the things I have to do that I've like got booked in and starring the things that are high priority. But if you do enjoy a bit of tech, I am also guilty of this. I love a bit of tech, especially for my business because it just makes things a lot easier and more automated. Um, You can use a digital task management system. So there are loads of free ones out there. Even if you just wanted to use it for your personal life to make sure you don't like forget doctor's appointments and stuff. It's so helpful to have a machine reminding you when things need to be done. And a lot of the time you can link it to like your Google calendar or you can link it to your iPhone calendar or whatever calendar you use. So the one I use at the moment is called ClickUp. I know a lot of people who really love ClickUp. It is free. Um, I think you can get a premium version, but I use the free one for my business and it's perfectly fine. Um, but I've also used things like teamwork and Trello and Asana. So there are loads and loads of different task management systems out there that you can use, um, to kind of keep yourself on track and keep yourself balanced. So the key to this though, is being proactive. So really make time to plan and organize and prioritize and schedule time in, um, however it is you want to do that. So whenever a new appointment or important date comes up, make sure you get into the habit of putting it into your calendar or diary or task management tool, whatever it is you're using. Build a habit of being proactive with all those all those plates that you're spinning. So again, that wheel of life exercise is a great way to help you see what to prioritize and where new habits need to be formed. So you can do the exercise and then immediately plan in things you need to do that week, even the month or the year to help you create more balance in that area. So I like to put my key dates and goals for the year in my calendar and also in like my day-to-day diary as soon as January rolls around. So this means that they're logged, they're in sight as I turn my attention to other areas. I can't forget anything, everything is there. I can then use those yearly goals and dates to plan my months and then use those monthly plans to plan my weeks and then use those weekly plans to plan my days. So it sounds like a lot of work, but if you pace yourself and understand that this isn't something you have to do all at once, this is like something that you just do gradually, naturally over the year, it only takes like a couple of minutes of your time. Okie dokie, let us get into some journal prompts for working with the two of pentacles it is that time we will be working with the two of pentacles and these journal prompts to find a better balance this new year we'll look at your imbalances and also your current mindset about new year and also the pressure that you may be putting on yourself so by the end of the prompts you should have a much more stable foundation on which to start finding that balance you are in desperate need of so Prompt one, I want you to write down what the new year means to you. So really describe how you feel when the new year rolls around. Prompt two, if you have positive feelings about it, what are they and why do you think you have those feelings? If you have negative feelings, why do you think you have those feelings? So really assessing how we feel about the new year. Prompt three, Write down five areas of your life 
that you feel you've been neglecting over the last 12 months. So what symptoms or effects have you noticed in your life that could be caused by these imbalances? Why do you think you avoid spending more time and energy on those other areas? So really looking at maybe if we do spend more time, say like in business or our career or work, is there something that we are avoiding? Is there a reason why we're using that area as a way to distract us or to take up all of our time? So it may not be the case for you, but it's always worth doing that little check just to make sure that there isn't any limiting beliefs or fears or any kind of negativities that are causing the imbalance. And finally, prompt four, I want you to write down five areas of your life that you think you put too much energy and time into. Why do you think you prioritize them over others? What does focusing on those areas offer you? So really analyzing those areas that you prefer or that you tend to spend more of your time in and really getting to know that area and understanding what it actually offers you, how you feel in that area. And this will be something that is directly related to what you've kind of talked about in prompt three as well. So I've said it a million times before, but winter is not a time to be making big energetic changes. We're just not naturally built to be really active and awake in the winter months. So as you try and navigate the beginning of this year, remind yourself that you are fresh out of hibernation, like you are a little grizzly bear, (laughs) you just come out of hibernation, you're tired, you want a snack. So when you first wake up in the morning, do you feel like alert and ready to go? Probably not. The same applies to the new year. So take time to review what has worked and what hasn't previously in your life and use this very slow and gentle time of year to work through those things and start to build those really strong foundations for the year ahead that are going to support you in whatever it is you decide you want to try and achieve. So that is it for another episode. If you want to keep up to date with all things Self Care Emporium, including all the new courses and workshops and coaching and all of the good stuff, then all you have to do is sign up to my mailing list and you will be informed of any changes. And if you enjoy the podcast, please remember to rate, review, share, all good for the podcast and getting it heard by even more people that would be fantastic and that is it for another episode i will speak to you guys in the next week's episode so bye bye guys have a lovely week